Hello, this is the J-Men Show. My name is Jaye Bano. My guest today is Shireen Crunchfield, wonderful singer and actress. Hi, Shireen. Good to see you on the show today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, oh, it's a pleasure and an honor to meet you. Um, okay, so can you tell me about what you're working on right now, how you got started, how you got started in, in the music business and in acting business? Okay, well, um, <clears throat> let me jump back to the beginning. <laughs> Catch you up. So I started off, uh, the first thing I did was a group called The Good Girls on Motown yeah. Records. That yeah, was in yeah. the early 90s. And we had a lot of fun touring with New yeah. Kids on the Block and other Motown artists. And we toured all over the United States and Canada and Europe. And it was the best experience. So much fun with my friends. Absolutely. And then, and then after that, I started modeling <clears throat> all over the world. And then I started acting. And um, so right now I am doing a music project with my husband. Okay. So my name is Shireen Crutchfield. And his mm -hmm. name is Ricky Jones. So we are called Crutchfield Jones. Mm -hmm. Surnames together. We're Crutchfield Jones. And we're independent. <clears throat> we have the number one song on the indie chart right now. It's called Craze. So hopefully you guys will be able to go get it on Spotify and iTunes. Crutchfield Jones Crazy. And so that's, that's what I'm doing right now as far as music, which mm -hmm keeps me very busy <laughs> and it's a lot of fun we have a lot of fun doing it i heard the song it's wonderful i love it. oh thanks yeah i'm a big fan of you of your music you know yeah and i actually saw you in college i think when, when i was younger you know so yeah it was like wow, oh, wow. and you also That's great you also in, in the movie i'm um, hot boys right and i was in hot boys yeah and you played the, the girl alicia yeah i was lashana in yeah. hot boys yeah. and and like i said that movie really, really inspired me because i was so sad when the character got killed i mean I know. It just it just broke my heart. It's like wow. I mean, because yeah, <laughs> that movie touched a lot of people. I was really surprised and thankful. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I got to do a movie with uh, his big brother. So mm -hmm. I did Hot Boys with Silk the Shocker. And then just recently, <clears throat> probably like a couple of years ago, I did. I got the hookup too <laughs> with Master P. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So you definitely been around in the business. All yeah. Time. Yeah. So yeah. what advice can you give um artists and artists that want to be I want to be a singer actor or be like you? Well, let's see. I would say um, definitely if it's on your heart, then mm -hmm. I would say that God put it on, on your heart to do. So whatever steps he tells you to take, I would just go ahead and take them, you know, take a risk yeah. and, and keep going. If, if it's something that you really want to do, you keep going because right now, um, like I said, I'm still doing modeling and acting mm -hmm. and singing. And when I'm at work, like mm -hmm. if I'm on the set, of a tv show i just did a tv show the other day and just shot a movie the other day and thank god because it's so much fun <clears throat> when you're doing something that you love it doesn't feel like work yeah. like it feels like a vacation that's literally how i feel i feel like i'm on vacation when i'm working so if you love something mm -hmm. keep going yeah. yes it will be hard that's mm -hmm. the point if you get something too easily you don't appreciate it so if you have to work hard that's a good thing it's going to teach you a lot of awesome things and build up some wonderful characteristics in you as you go along, like patience and perseverance and faith. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in God and what he put on your heart to do. And um, don't stop. Mm -hmm. Hopefully don't stop and don't get discouraged because there will be things that will discourage you. It's yeah. going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's natural and normal. Yeah. Nothing weird is going on. You're supposed, it's supposed to be hard. <laughs> so don't worry about that part. Don't take it as a sign that you're not supposed to do it. You are supposed to do it. That's why you're getting this pushback. So oh. keep going. I know that you're from Boston. Like oh, 
are you in the the city Boston or where are you exactly? I'm at Roxbury. Roxbury. Oh, cool. Yeah, I used to spend time out there. Ooh, My yeah. aunt was a teacher. Out there. Yeah, I did. Cool. Yeah. West Roxbury. Yep. Come with the Boston lot, you know? No, I don't come out there much. I have a, a few family members that are still out there, but not too many. That's, yeah, I don't get out there much. Oh yeah, I hear you. You know, I definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So how did you get to start in, I mean, your first record job? No, it was very easy, actually. Um, my girlfriends and I, mm -hmm. in, the, in the group, The Good Girls, we happened to meet a man named Jonathan Clark, and he had some connections to Motown. His brother-in-law was the president of Motown, who was Gerald Busby. Mm -hmm. So he just had a wonderful concept for the group, you know, um, the Catholic school uniforms and, and all that sort of thing. And we put a really good record together, and we went to Motown, and thank God. <laughs> it was well received so mm -hmm. it, it wasn't it, it was it was a it, that was a smooth process mm -hmm. that was a smooth process thank god and it was a lot of fun so where did you see us at in new york or boston because oh, okay. i'm still staying with myself you know so yes oh cool cool yes. go in what do you see yourself a, a years from now um oh god i'm still going to be doing everything mostly probably um mostly singing and acting so mm -hmm. definitely crutchfield jones will be touring all over the world god willing <laughs> and um and a lot of acting i just finished a film called fire okay. that should be coming out in september it's a period piece set back like in the 1930s um and Larray wilson wrote and directed it and um that was a lot of fun doing something non uh modern <laughs> very interesting costumes and stuff in them really good storyline so i'll definitely be doing more acting and acting and singing and writing for other people and when do you plan to start the tour hopefully it's soon uh, we so we have our first single out like i said crazy ass spotify and itunes and um second single will be coming out probably next month and so the whole the whole album will be dropping probably next month it'll be called the crutchfield jones project and we'll head off on the road i think you know because things are opening up now that mm -hmm. The COVID numbers are going down, praise the Lord. So I think that it'll be, I think probably next month, near the end of next month, we'll definitely try to get some shows in as many places as possible because that's the fun part, right? Absolutely. And will it be a stop in Boston so we can meet you? It'll also be, be a meet me as well. well I'm sure. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know when we're coming through there. Yeah, I'll definitely be there, you know. So look forward to Yeah, thank you. So how did COVID affect It was um, kind of a culture shock having to be stuck yes. in the house, mm -hmm. um, feeling trapped. Um, but at the same time, um, thankfully, you know, everyone was safe and healthy. We made it safely through the pandemic. I, it gave us a lot of time to work on music and just work on different things while things were shut down. So it, um, thankfully it was a not too difficult for us, not too difficult for us. And I, you know, I pray for everyone mm -hmm. that had a rough time. Um, but, but we made it through well. I'm glad that things are getting better. Like my kids, you know, they go to school and they still have to wear their mask in mm -hmm. the classroom, but outside they're, you know, free to take it off, which is good. And we've all been, we're all just trying to stay safe. And um, I'm just thankful that things are opening back up and we can get back to some, some normalcy. Yeah. Have some more fun outside the house. How was it for you? Well, it was a major change because I was actually in school when it happened. I, oh. I was actually at Washington Community College in my, my associate's being in the Oh, wow. So I, was, I, graduated, I actually graduated last year. So, 
and I'm, well, congratulations. And I'm, I'm also going to school get my get my my, my bachelor's degree in media and film and online. And yeah, but it was a made chance. I decided yeah. to take classes on on teams and soon. And so it was a so it was different being in home than being in school because I miss my friends. And it's like, wow. This oh yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah. It really is. You miss that social connection. It's so important. All the. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. And then you're just sitting in front of the TV. You're sitting in front of the TV and you're eating. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. <laughs> I watched a lot of TV and I ate a lot of food. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, me too. I hear you, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. I was in front of the computer a lot, you know, because yeah. I couldn't travel. Because I, I, I want to go to Florida, Disney World, and I couldn't go. Oh, oh. Well, I yeah. hope you can reschedule your trip. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, went, I went to Spanish Kiss. That was, was wonderful. So. All right. Taurus, yeah. yeah. Yeah, from tourists, yeah, because yeah. I love Florida, because I don't, you know, buy it, and I, I, but I don't love the cold weather, the snow, so. Yeah. Well, I'd rather, I'd rather have the cold, hot than the cold. So, Me too. So that's how I'm trying to be, a, you know, complete, you know, trying to make things happen. Yeah. So, I can have a house for me in California, Florida, because I don't want to be in the cold weather, so. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I can't do cold weather anymore. <laughs> yeah, both, you know, I hear you. I don't think anybody, anybody can, so. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What's left like to be a... Oh, well, I don't feel like I'm, you know, every now and then I get recognized, but it's not like a, on a huge scale at the moment. I'm able to go wherever I need to go and do whatever I need to do. There's no paparazzi following, following me around. Mm -hmm. So I just have a, a normal life, me and my family, and I get to do anything I want to do. I see. Yeah. That's, no that's problems good. here. Okay. Yeah. Go to, go to award shows or party or... No. Mm -mm. Well, mostly everything's online. And um, so I think once once the um, projects get going more, mm -hmm. we'll be doing that sort of thing. But not right now. No. Well, do you like that to, to do for? Downtime. I like to spend it with family and friends. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big foodie, so I love good food. So I love going to restaurants. Mm -hmm. Breakfast, lunch or dinner. Who's going to be my date? What friend can I call up? <laughs> Who can I meet where? and yeah. hang out and eat good food and talk and laugh Calm. and that's pretty much eat that's pretty much it and i love to dance too but there's no places open right now to dance yeah. <laughs> so i dance in my kitchen <laughs> which is not as much fun so yeah i'll always call me i'll never hang out this night okay okay what do you ask what i'd like to travel to where would i like to travel to I think I want to go, I, I actually want to go everywhere except for the really cold places. I don't need to go to Alaska. <laughs> I don't need to go anyplace like that. And if I go, you know, to some other places that are cold in the winter, I'd go in the summer. But I do want to go everywhere. I think it's, I think it's a really good yeah. thing to, to uh, see different cultures and different lands. And I really want to take my kids there. We want to take our kids to all, all over the world would be great because I think it's a really good experience for people to see other people and learn about other cultures and other ethnicities besides our own. You know, sometimes we get stuck in our own little circle and our own little bubble mm -hmm. and there's a whole world out there and there's, you know, plenty of people and just so much beauty in the world. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to go everywhere, but for vacationing, vacationing, I want to go somewhere tropical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a tropical beach where it's yeah. warm and I can have like a margarita. I hear you. And some nice Caribbean soft, um, warm water. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. My sister, I feel you. I hear you. You mean? Yeah. Me. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I need a vacation too. <laughs> I definitely understand. I think we're on the vacation. I can I can take a vacation almost every day. You know, I love. Oh gosh, yeah. 
you're my mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. What gives you inspiration to do what you do? I think it's my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the farther I go, the farther they will be able to go. Mm-hmm. So I try to push myself and, and keep, you know, heading towards, towards mm-hmm. things that I want to do, keep pressing towards the goal. Cause if they see me do it, then they'll know I should do it as well. I can do it as well. So when I achieve, mm-hmm. they know that they can achieve mm-hmm. and they're not going to see mommy as a quitter. Mm-hmm. They're going to know that things get hard but keep going. So I think that they're my biggest inspiration. Like I said, I want to take them all over the world. So I need money to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got to make a lot of money so I can take my kids all over the world. Yeah. Me too. I feel the same. I mean, I don't, I don't don't have any kids, but I have my niece and nephew. And I want to, yeah. So, and and I do want to take it. I want to places you know, like California, Disneyland, you know, so. Oh yes. Those are, Oh, I love amusement parks too. Mm -hmm. Those are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I went to I went to school, got my social degree now, and get my bachelor's degree so I can make some money, just enjoy life the way I want to, you know, and do awesome. it. Awesome. Good. How old are they? Nehemiah is two, and my oh. four four days old. Yeah, four days wow. old. Wow, four mm-hmm. days old. Yeah, yes, yes. So how's how's your sister doing? Is she okay? She's doing good. She's she's doing good. She's also you know taking a nap, you know, because she's okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She must be so busy and so yeah, tired. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Niles Lawrence Scott. So, oh, yeah. nice. I like that. All right. Well, you got to be a big, big, um, uncle. Be a good uncle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got to be a good uncle. Yeah. Tim makes yes. I can, you know, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Well, when did you know that you, want, that you want to be a singer and actress? I think I probably did know. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, I really loved TV and movies growing up. So, that always had my interest when I started singing with the good girls. That was a new thing for me. I never thought about singing actually, even though I love to sing, you know, to the car radio and stuff like that, but it wasn't something that I thought I could do. Mm-hmm. So when that, that opportunity came, that's when I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's when I knew about the singing, but the acting, I think I always knew that. I see. Wow. Yeah. I love movies so much. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you also go to college? Get your education? I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Okay. I hear you. No. No. I graduated high school, straight A student. I hear you. Everyone was shocked when I didn't go to college because that was the expected path. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I. As soon as I got out of high school, I was on the road, mm-hmm. t- touring America, touring Europe. Yeah. My singing group. So, yeah. get my some some life education. Yeah, life experience. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you do still keep in touch with them? Very little, very little. They're busy. I'm busy, and um, every now and then our paths will cross. But I feel like God is going to work out something where we'll get back together later on down the line. But we <laughs> we're like in three different directions, so it's yeah. Everybody, live your life, have fun, enjoy yourselves. <laughs> So what caused you guys to break break up? I mean, is it? Well, it was just different, um, different ideas and different plans of how to move forward. And and we couldn't really agree on a mutual path to take. So it made more sense to just go enjoy life, have a good time. We all have kids Mm -hmm. and we all have different interests. So Mm -hmm. it made more sense to go Mm -hmm. enjoy yourself. And like I said, I'll probably see you in a few years and we'll be doing something. When mm-hmm. we can all get on the same page. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, do you think you might, that, that you might go to school, get a degree at some point? Or? 
Me? No, I don't think so. No, not yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I mean, if you don't have to, I mean, I guess why bother, you know? Well, there's nothing um, in particular. The only thing that I thought about possibly doing was like film school. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I will. I don't think I will be doing that because I am on TV sets and movie sets quite a bit. I did shoot my first movie. I did a I wrote a short called Birthday Bash. And I produced and directed it and starred in it. And um, it's won some awards already, the yeah. short film. And so I think that sometimes there are things that you need a book mm -hmm. to learn. Yeah. And there are some things that you can do by, by doing it hands-on. Mm -hmm. So I think that with this particular field, which is what I'm really interested in, is something that I can do hands-on. As yeah. well as you know, music. I'm, uh, it's hands. It's a hands-on craft. So I don't need to exactly get a degree mm -hmm. in order to pursue it or to do it because I've been doing it. So, so no, I don't. I don't think that I will be unless something pops up. I don't know. Something might pop up in my head, and I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So if that comes about. It's possible, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I definitely understand. You know. I yeah. Mean, I hear what you're saying. Definitely. You know. Yeah. Huh? So, um, how can we reach out to you on social media? Yeah. So my Instagram is at Shireen Crutch and my Facebook is at Shireen Crutch as well. And I also have a fan page at Shireen Crutchfield. And also for the music, we have at Crutchfield underscore Jones and that's on Instagram. And we have a website, www.crutchfieldjones.com. I also have www.shireencrutchfield.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the music as well, Crutchfield Jones would be at Crutchfield Jones on Facebook and mm -hmm. at Crutchfield underscore Jones for YouTube, where you can see all of our videos when I'm going to be doing something or, you know, when we start making appearances, it'll be on that. And I hope hopefully everyone can come out and, and see us meet and greet and yeah. hear some good music and have some fun. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I try yeah. To Hopefully, if somebody Boston, Boston, somebody can meet you now. So absolutely, I'm sure I will. I'm sure Boston is a big is a big town. We'll probably yeah. be there for sure. Yeah. Look forward to you know. Um, yeah, okay. thank uh, you. Okay, so uh, are, are there any questions you want to ask me? You want to interview me a little bit? Uh, well, let's see. I know that you're an uncle. Yeah. I know that you're still in school. How much more school do you have left before you graduate? Oh, well, I'm supposed to graduate in 2024. So, uh, 2024, okay. Yeah, so. Okay, and so now when you're done with school, what is it that, what's your ultimate goal? I may, may, maybe I'm working on films or. You know, oh, yeah. I, yeah, okay. So, yeah, cool. so, thank you. So, Blessings yeah. to you. Thank I'm you. I'm praying for you. Thank you. I'm praying for you. Tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much for the interview, too. We finally did it. Thank yeah. you so much for being patient with me with my crazy <laughs> schedule. I okay. Appreciate it, all right, thank you so much. You. Have talk. a good night. Thanks again. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Hello there. This is the Jamin Show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston's local community radio station. My guest today is Wendy Josepha, and I'm your host, Jaya Ban. Hey, Wendy. Good to see you on the show today. How are you? Good. Thanks, Jaya. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> well, it's good to hear, hear you doing wonderful. Um, okay, so can you tell me a little, a little bit about how you got started in the in Timothy Field and how you got the more, how you got the, got the more in the movie Trista? Yeah, I loved competing in speech team when I was in high school. I got I fell into the drama, you know, the humorous and drama section of, of the speech team. You know, there's debate and then there's the speech team. And I loved I went to tournaments and I competed. I loved performing. And then in 
college, I joined the theater uh, where I went to school at Lewis and Clark College. And I, I fell in love with the whole process. And uh, that's how I started. Then I got into graduate school. Uh, I auditioned and got in, got into the graduate school at Southern Methodist University, Dallas, Texas, went there. Uh, So that's how I got my training, moved to LA, started auditioning, got a great role, and it it just snowballed from there. Uh, Ended up receiving an audition. I was waiting tables at at a terrific deli in Santa Monica. And I remember getting the audition for Twister and I thought, what is this about? Is it some kind of thing about the game? You, you know, like, the, yeah. right? How great that game is. And I was thinking, is it, it's a movie about the game. I don't know. I had no idea what it was about. Uh-huh. Got the script, uh, worked very hard on the audition. I read Dusty's lines. I wanted to play Dusty. Uh-huh. I was convinced that I was going to audition and be and hopefully get the offer really wanted to play Dusty. (laughs) That was the role. Uh, You know, worked really, really hard at the audition, went to the audition, did my best and, and they, and they had an offer for me. So that's how that sort of happened in a nutshell. (laughs) Lots of Colin Hunt and Bob Hassan. It was thrilling because I had such great respect for both of them. And it was a little intimidating at the time. They were huge stars. They are huge stars. And then when I met them, they were just, they're actors. And we all connected. Uh, it was wonderful. They were both hugely generous and present and, and really working so hard. A lot of the days that I wasn't scheduled to shoot, I would go and watch and observe and so I, I hung out a lot with the crew and watched the, sh- the filming and saw, saw Helen and Bill really working hard and put in, I mean, perilous <laughs> situations at times. And, uh, you know, I just observed a lot and they were both wonderful. Uh, do you still keep in touch with Helen Hunt? I have not. No, lost touch. Uh, we did for a while. You know, for the first couple of years, I remember sending her a script years ago and she was so wonderful. She wrote back, I love it, but um, I'm shooting a film right now. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't. No, I haven't kept touch. Okay. Um, I, I do keep in touch with uh, a couple of the um, Storm Chaser actors. Yeah. Okay. So have you ever seen a, seen a tornado, tornado up? I haven't. Yeah. I grew up in Denver. Uh, in the suburbs. So I remember seeing a tornado from the distance from our front porch. Yeah. You know, in Colorado. Uh, But I have not. um, No. Um, You know, it's very scary. (laughs) Devastating. Yeah. I saw Trista. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So what advice can you give actors that want to be an actor or myself that want to be an actor? What advice can you give us? Hmm. Well, I would say for me, it was, it's very important and it was very important to get basic training Mm -hmm. because I feel acting is a craft just like any profession. And I think it's really important to, to learn it 
And that's a lifelong process. That's why we love acting, right? You can, you're always learning. I always feel like a beginner, but um, for, for you and for people that want to get into it, I would say um, take some time to find, I would, I would, the advice I would offer is take some time to, to find a terrific teacher and group and school so you can play and explore and learn um a key a terrific teacher for me is the key yes yeah and just practice those skills with and and then and you can create your own stuff now with Mm -hmm. iphone and you know do your own stuff but as far as the basics of acting i would say uh it's great it's best to have solid training and to know how to approach a script and and what you're doing and and this and learning about how you're a part of the storytelling yeah oh yeah that's wonderful but i would say if you want to do it the world is your oyster i mean you know that saying go for it there's nothing stopping you except for your mind that's it yeah you have a great look so i think you you could be working tomorrow (laughs) if i was a casting director i would cast you for sure yeah yeah i appreciate it i mean so that means a lot to me i appreciate you that wendy thank you so much you know yeah so so what projects are you working on right now do you have any 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 coming up come out this year i don't i've been auditioning and i'm really grateful for every audition that comes in yeah and i write my own stuff and work on it and you know that's a really satisfying practice process um but is anything coming out not that i not that i can remember right now uh no just yeah just auditioning yeah which is which is work right that's that's the work yeah that's when you you know that's when you're doing it right so yeah but like but if you have a casting you know for any movies i'll I'll love to audition for you know i'll be a dream come to definitely work with you so well you never know and if i hear of anything you know like if i hear about one of my friends projects that you're right for i will definitely pass your name and phone number along absolutely that means a lot to me oh yeah so how did so how did COVID affect you um it well the whole business shut down march 2020 to like six months. So nothing was going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Didn't really affect me too much to tell you the truth. I live by the beach. Uh And, you know, it didn't affect my my beach lifestyle. I still got on my bike and rode my bike and walked on the beach and went swimming and saw my friends at from a distance, you know, six feet apart, you know, in the park with the dogs, the (laughs) beach, you know, it's a very beach. I love it here in Venice Beach. Um, just tried to stay healthy, you know, and focus on the things that I was, you know, choosing to focus on. Um, did some cat paintings, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> Those are my paintings. Yeah, during COVID, I did cat paintings. I, I worked on my watercolor paintings. And I, I still, uh, no, we weren't auditioning because I do voiceover. Mm-hmm. but we weren't auditioning for voiceover then everything shut down and then 
right when it opened up, it was October and I was it October. Yeah. And I received a audition for a TV show called Shameless. Oh, wow. Have you heard? Did you see Shameless? I think uh, I heard of it. I'm not sure I saw it though. It, yeah, it's uh, it was on. It is on Showtime. It's based on a on a BBC series, um, and I got a self tape audition for it, and audition and uh, recorded the self tape and got the offer. So, I went to work at Warner Brothers sort of in the middle of the pandemic in November of 2020, and then everything shut down again like two months later. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I just try to, you know, stay healthy and and keep connected to the things that I love. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's wonderful to be in California because I'm in Boston. It's nice right now, but thing about Boston is that I don't like the snow time. So I'm trying to move to California to where you are or Florida because I can't do the snow, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Colorado, and I'm an and you know, I'm a New Yorker uh, as well in my genes. So I I know the snow situation. And uh, we don't have that here. <laughs> we just have the earth moving and uh, that's a different situation. But yeah, but the snow, you know, but you get seasons. It's so beautiful there. We don't really get seasons here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, the snow's okay, but I just, I just don't, I just don't let, don't, don't let the cold, you know. So you know, I'd rather be, I'm, I'm much more of a hot guy myself, you know. <laughs> me too. I was born right here. And all the baby pictures are of me on the very on the beach that I now walk on mm-hmm. many years ago. So it's in my blood, you know, uh, to get cold easily. Los Angelinos get cold easily. Grew up in Colorado. We'd be backpacking, hiking. My brother and sister would always make fun of me for getting so cold and not <laughs> being able to sleep. And we were in our tents way up backpacking and stuff. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I, I too run cold, um, yeah. but not today. It's really warm today here, but. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, you can you mm-hmm. can move here anytime. Los Angeles is welcome to have you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely plan to know. Hello, dear. My name is Jaye Bonnie. You want a jamming show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston's local community radio station. My guest today is actress Keisha Simone from the Philanthropic Fellows. Hi, Keisha. Good, good. Good to see you on the show today. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. How are you? Wonderful. I'm blessed. So blessed to talk to you and meet you virtually, you know. So my question to you, to you is, as I heard that you have a um a stage play called The World's 32 Days. Can you tell me, tell me a, a little bit about that? Yes. The stage play, The Worst 32 Days, was basically my real life story. Um, I wrote about losing my mother, my grandmother, and my uncle all within 32 days. Oh. It was horrific. Um, COVID really, really took a lot of our family members and those things changed my mindset. I went to drinking and completely lost myself. And that's what the story is about. It's really deep, but honest, shall I say. And you never know um, how you'll handle something until you have to go through it yourself. I understand, really. Because I can relate, because I actually lost my mother to a heart attack six years ago. So I know how you feel, you know. And, you know, I was like, my condolences to you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. You know, because we're both in the same boat, you know, because I know it's like something close to your mother, my mother. Definitely. Uh, Trying to basically cover up the pain. Uh Um, Sometimes everybody has their thing to where they, when they stress, they go to. Some people eat, some people drink, some people drugs. Some people anger, some, you know what I mean? I mean, every situation is depending on that person. And for me, it was drinking because I just needed a mechanism to ignore the pain, to cover it up, to 
really wish that it would go away, in other words, but unfortunately it did not. I'm sorry to hear that, you know, wow. So how did COVID affect? Personally, COVID was an eye opener for me, if I can say that in a nutshell. Um, COVID made me realize life isn't guaranteed for any of us to take every moment like it's your last, because a lot of people think we have all this time, especially those are young. I have a little cousin that died from COVID. He was 27. Um, So it doesn't have an age or it doesn't have a genre. It doesn't have a race. It doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't. I'm in a gender. I'm thinking of music gender. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's to the point to where COVID really was an eye opener to make me realize to live every day to the fullest and to love who loves me. And just to always live. I mean, I know that's the cliche statement. Everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And you got to live while you're given the time that you're given. What made you want to become a singer? Actually, those weren't even in my lineup. (laughs) I started back in 2000. I've been doing this a very long time, ups and downs in between the years. But um, I started off modeling for MAC. I used to be a model for MAC. Um, I modeled more lipstick than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a blessing. But in the sense of modeling, it wasn't an everyday job. I mean, any models know it's maybe once a month, once every two months, unless you're on the Naomi Campbell status or Tyra Banks, you know, uh, Christy Brinkley, you know. But um, in modeling, I realized, okay, I need something else to back this. So I got into acting, signed up for, you know, Axiom casting, you know, in L.A. I lived in L.A. Okay. and got into acting and started doing movies. Ali, Muhammad, you know, Muhammad Ali, of course, was my first major film and then. Um, the list goes on and on of, of films yeah. that I was able to do. And with acting, I just I've always wanted more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always was, you know, was a singer. So I recorded a couple of background vocals for some artists in L.A. And then one of my managers at the time was like, why don't you record your own music? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't really want to be a singer. You know, uh-huh. I love to sing, but that isn't my Oh, I just want to be a singer. No, I, I like acting, but um, I made two albums, performed all over SoCal, which is Southern LA for those that don't live in California. Um, but it just was prosperous to use the gifts that God has given me to get to the next level of where I'm going. What advice could you, what can you give actors and singers that want, that want to be, you know, a singer like you? I would say to say to stay consistent in your craft. There's nothing like consistency in whatever you do, singing, acting, modeling, uh, producing, directing, which is what I'm currently doing. You Mm want to stay consistent and always work on it. One thing about it, I've been doing this a long time, but I'm always studying. I'm always reading up on things. I'm always redoing my craft like I'm redoing one of my scripts now from scratch. And it's not an ever it's not ever a time that you don't learn. Always stay a sponge. Some people get so big to where they forget you have to start somewhere and to continue, you got to continue somewhere. Yeah. Don't get so big to where nobody can tell you anything. So what would you like to work with, to work with Will Smith? Work with him. It was, it was my first major film. So I'm from the same town as Jamie Foxx from Terrell, mm-hmm. Texas. And seeing wow. Jamie in that light was amazing. Mm-hmm. Seeing Will was like, I think I was starstruck at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was yeah. like 20 years ago, uh-huh. 22 years back. And I was just like, oh, my God, but they're so down to earth people, you know, Leon and a lot of the actors that were on set, uh, Jada Pinkett, because, you know, she played one of the wives, Nona Gay. All of them, I can remember it like it was yesterday. They were so welcoming. They weren't that bougie. Now, I've been on sets where they're like, I'm a star, you know, but none of them were like that. I even was able, thanks to, you know, Wayne Witherspoon, the director, made me um, one of the featured actor, featured extra, excuse me. 
And I was able to eat dinner at the same table with them, like really, really amazing process, you know, and that made me say, okay, I like this acting thing. I know I can grow with this and learn from the best. (laughs) So what inspires What what inspires me? Uh My two boys. I have two children, Darian and LJ, and they are my reasons why is what I say. Um, They give me hope when I feel hopeless. They give me the strength when I feel weak. They -hmm. give me that. Okay, mama, it's okay. When I feel like all hope is gone. You know what I mean? Like they just, they're my reasons because LJ is my Cali kid. I had him in in LA and Compton when I lived in California. And he's that go-getter that's that, that, that energy. (laughs) And then my oldest is my, my thinker. When I'm not thinking level-headed, he keeps me grounded. You know, he's my oldest and he's seen it when I first got in the industry and my baby boy seen me return to the industry. So they got different aspects of their mother. But in that same, in that same token, they both have a great part of me in them. Yeah. So those are my reasons why. And I just want to make my mother, my grandmother, my uncle very proud with their presence not being here anymore. Mm-hmm. It means everything to me now that reality is kicking in, because even when you drink or your drugs or you're eating at one point, reality kicks in and you got to face it. And yes. so now that I'm in my facing it stage, I'm realizing, OK, either this is going to make me or this is going to break me. And mm-hmm. I wrote the play The Worst 32 Days when I was down with COVID and pneumonia. So it was a, are you going to live or you're going to die okay. moment for me? Because it wasn't even written as a play. It was written as my story. Now, is this play going to be turned into a movie anytime soon? <laughs> I'd love to see, you know, maybe maybe even be. Oh, nice. I will definitely keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. I'm um, in the in the process now of working on what's next for the worst 32 okay. days. We are thinking about bringing it back to stage, which I will let you know. Okay. And um, we're, we're just in the works, in the makings of seeing what's next for it. Nothing's guaranteed right now, but mm-hmm. there are some great things for the worst 32 days that have been brought to the table. And we're just going to see where God leads us. What other projects are you working on right now besides your play? What else? Well, I'm getting back to radio. I had a radio station for four years and I actually stepped down um, due to the overwhelming need of the worst 32 days production okay. because producing a play, writing it and directing it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so with me trying to, you know, do the many jobs I have, I had to step down. But I'm getting ready to go back on air. Um, maybe at the beginning, it's either going to be the end of August or the beginning of September. I'm working on that because okay. Because Southern Bell Radio is me as well, Keisha mm-hmm. Simone, yeah. and uh, it's internet radio. So be looking for that soon, and I'll definitely keep you posted so you can let your listeners know. So what's about to do in your spare time when you're not acting a scene? I like to sleep. <laughs> you mean both of you, absolutely. I must say, I'm very, a lot of people think because I'm over the top with my projects, with uh-huh. my life, with my children, with my crazy dressing. Um I'm simple. Mm -hmm. I I like to, I love to travel, um, Mm -hmm. but I love to get rest when I can, because it's very important as much as I go when I'm in production or doing projects, I'm I'm, rest is something that I never get. But when I can, I love to just sleep, watch a good movie, snuggle in my beautiful blankets (laughs) and just rest. That that's my getting away time. Like now I'm wanting to go on vacation, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, um, I just like to really get to know the best of me because a lot of people think they know themselves and they really don't. What is it like to be famous? I I don't know. I'm not famous. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't consider myself as famous. Um, I, I'll say this. A lot of people know me and know of me, but I don't consider myself as famous. I don't even consider myself as a celebrity, any of that. You know, God has been good to me to bless me to be in the position. Um, and I don't think my bank account realizes I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, <laughs> my bank account is not famous either. But um, no, I really don't consider myself. I consider myself as blessed. Um, I'm not famous. I can still walk down the street, go outside by myself. Nobody's running up on me or trying to take pictures. When I go to events, I'm blessed for people to want to take pictures or, you know, hey, Keisha Simone, and I'm, I'm reachable. You know, I'm not one of those. Oh, you know, can't talk to me, my security. No, um, but to be known is an honor. Um, of course, with this life comes the ups and downs. People will say what they feel and what they say and, um, you know, Thank God for the haters. I'm, I'm my cat Williams voice. Um, but at the end of the day, I know who I am and I know whose I am and what I serve. And so that doesn't bother me. And anybody that gets in this business, you got to be prepared for the good and the not so good. To answer your question, I don't feel like I'm famous. I'm just blessed to be known for what I do and appreciated for what I do by most people. <laughs> yeah. So what do you see self, you know, years from now? Donna, still, I think I'm singing it. Somebody else brought that to my attention. They was like, you need to get back to singing. I personally, I love singing for others, you know, all events and, you know, uh, things of that nature, but I had put singing on the back burner. I hadn't even really thought of doing that anymore. Um, I'm interested in producing more events to bring awareness of the talent that is, especially in Dallas, that's not on another level because there's so many talented people here that are doing so many great things, but it's it's such a low key announcement of it. I, I wanna be a part of that helps to take it to the next level to go to the next level. So I definitely want to be a part of that um, that era because Dallas is growing, Dallas is booming. And not only that, the entertainment as a whole, taking a new leaf of it because from LA to Dallas to New York to Miami, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new time, especially with the COVID and things of that nature. People should take their lives seriously. And if you want to do something, go for it. Don't procrastinate. Live your life to the fullest because when your name is called and you're on that roster, that's it. So did you go to college? I did. I did. I went to Eastfield Junior College here in Dallas. I graduated from Skyline High School. I went to a lot of high schools, but wow. <laughs> I graduated from Skyline High School, went to uh, Eastfield College, Junior College. And then I was going to Grambling State University. But instead of going to GSU, which is where I still represent, um, I went to L.A. and got a contract with Mac. That's when my career started. I actually went to college myself and got my associate in the blood. So I'm actually in school to get my bachelor's degree in um, communications now. So I can interview. Nice. Congratulations. How do you deal with racism? With growing up in the South? Oh, yeah. Well, being in the entertainment field, we experience racism on all different levels. And let me say this very carefully because I don't want anybody to repeat. Keisha Simone said, um, this is again, Keisha Simone's thoughts and people can take it, you know, um, unfortunately people take it as they take it sometimes not the right way, but we're, it, it's a different level of racism being a black woman, because that is something that I am. And we get it at different areas, uh, being in the South. I live in, I live in uh, Texas, of course, um, the racism never stopped. So it's not new to us. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, other parts of the country where it was covered because it never went away. Let me say that first and foremost. 
a person knows how to cover it or minimize it for the sake of what's going on. And the fortunate thing for us is we have had a black president that didn't tolerate the shenanigans. So of course, those that felt like, okay, well, if I do this, I'm gonna get in trouble. So let me just chill. Now we have a situation to where we had another president that was the very opposite right after him that made them feel like they were empowered um, and they feel like they, they, they don't have to have the filter anymore. So it never went away. It's just all about how they portrayed it and how they undermined it until they got the guts to really be themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, I don't tolerate it on any level because I ignore it. I've been called all the names, all of this. I've been pushed to the side. I've been disrespected, things of that nature. And I'm I'm, I'm from the old school. You know, I'm 45 years old. But at the same time, I still stay educated in 2022. It's certain things that's not even worth responding to. No response is the best response. Now, if you touch me, then that's another level of the game. But your words can't do anything to me. So I'm not going to give place, as my grandmother used to say, I'm not going to give place to the devil. So racism is in it. And when I say racism is in the industry, me being a woman, sometimes you get you know, that, oh, we don't take her serious because she's a woman, even though she knows her, you know. So that that's a kind of open-ended question that I could go so far into. But as far as what you're referring to, the race being in the South is something that we've dealt with so long. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's at a point to where I don't get so, oh my God. I don't get like that when it happens because we're so used to it. It's like second nature in some parts of Dallas or certain parts of Houston or certain parts of San Antonio and Austin. And they, we already know those are not familiar areas for us. Mm-hmm. That's just like when they come into territories that are predominantly African-American, then they have their guards up. Well, we feel the same way about them, you know, in certain areas. Now, not all of them are racist and not all of us are, you know, lack of education as they want to claim it because yeah. I'm very educated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a time and a place to speak and it's a time and a place to be silent. I definitely agree. So how did you get the part on Fever Chronicles? Well, it's crazy. Uh, Shout out to Romario Facey because he made it happen. Uh, Romario Facey is is definitely uh, uh, just a powerhouse in himself, being an actor and a producer and a director himself. And I received the information from his team to be one of their actors and uh, actresses. And I filled it out. And weeks later, they called me for the skit. So that was an honor and a blessing to be a part of. It's it's gotten so many views already. I haven't went back and looked at it because of my schedule, but I'm definitely going to do so. That was fun. It was work, but it reminded me of being in L.A. It's 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 all of what you put into it is what you get out of it. The moment I saw, I was like, wow, this is a huge moment. It's just a, just a blessing right now. Thank you. Do you think you might ever consider running for president? No, <laughs> quite a president. I, I'm really not big into politics when it comes to um, the details of it. I stay updated on it, but to be a politician or to be a you know presidency and things of that nature, I've never looked into that. Mm-hmm. I've never looked into that. I, I love entertainment as itself because I want to be the piece to the storm and not trying to figure the storm out, if that makes sense. That definitely that makes sense to me. So what do you do for the rest of the summer? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm in Texas, so there's no beach near me. I wish I was back in LA, um, but I will be traveling to LA. Well, no, that's toward the, the end of the year. Um, but my son only has one more week for the summer. So our summer basically is over starting next Tuesday. He goes back to school. So we had a very interesting summer mm-hmm. and a very uh, fun time. You know, the play was last month. 
Uh, it was initially in June. So we've been working most of this summer preparing for the production. And when it took place, it was such an inspiration, shall I say. Yeah, just because I'm, I'm I'm actually in Boston right now. So and um okay, okay. So have you ever been to Boston before? No, I actually have not. I've never been to Boston. Oh, hopefully you'll come someday. I'd love, love to meet you in person now. So you know. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now I have an invitation. I may have to make that happen. <laughs> hopefully, if I come to California, you know, you know, just with the sweating, hopefully we can meet either way, you know. So yeah. Yes, yes, yes. California is definitely beautiful. And so and Texas is hot. It's hot yeah. down here. So yes, either way, we'll definitely make it happen. Gotta meet your family. You gotta meet mine. I love the hot, you know, so I don't like the cold weather. So just know, you know. So Ooh. No. Watch what you ask for, because <laughs> it's 103 like every day here. Well, that's fine, yeah, because it's because right now it's like 80, 80 degrees, so it's fine for me. So once it's got to be cold, I'm want to, I'm trying to be, you know, trying to be out of Boston for the, for the winter time. So you know, nice, nice, nice. So so oh, so since you're in Texas, have you ever seen a tornado? I have, I have years ago, but I have. You see some of everything here in Texas, so. It's just like, oh, it's a tornado. Let's get down. Let's get protected. So what was that like? Um, no, the first time I seen it, I was in my grandmother's house. And it's just, you know, we all had to get in the tub and be protected and go, you know, underground in the basement. But as far as like being scared or anything, I guess that's like a Californian being scared of an earthquake. You know, it's something that is mother nature. <laughs> To make a what to make a, a big sound, a war sound like you see on TV. Now like there a, are um the sirens, the tornado sirens that definitely let you know that one is coming. And depending on the magnitude of it, it could sound like roaring, like it, it's a different type of sound of everything being twisted and things of that nature. So it is an adjustment and it still gets scary. I'm yeah. not going to sit up here and act like, oh, it's nothing. No, it still gets scary because you never know what direction it's coming from or if it's more than one. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, depending on the magnitude, there'll be another one coming right behind it. My cousin was down Dallas and she said she saw one. It was a little scary. So, that's how that's how they can do storm chasers, how they can have storm chasers for, for tours. Because it's, it's crazy. Roger wants absolutely good die from that, you know. He'll, those yeah. things go spinning around and you know, just, you know, I saw Tristan, so you know, I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> true. <laughs> well, this is wonderful. Gonna meet you and talk talk to you. Oh, this has been an amazing interview and thank you so much for allowing me to share this time absolutely i i definitely appreciate you know and as a boss i've been on my show keisha i respect you you're a wonderful actress you know and so wanted to meet you and i look forward to what i have store for you because and wish you all the best success in life you know so god bless you thank you thank you so much well hello there this is the jamin show on wbca 102.9 f Boston's local community radio 